Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the mailbag at Birdsoul. Jake Simone here, as usual. A lot to get to, a lot of questions this week. Maybe you have Aaron Rodgers, need a replacement for Rodgers. Maybe you have Michael Thomas, and we're waiting on that return, and now you have an available roster spot, and you can go do whatever you want with that. Maybe you have Tom Brady out on by, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Maybe you have Christian McCaffrey coming back, and you don't know whether to start him or not. Well, here we are. We are here. We have all those questions and hopefully more answers for you in this mailbag. But first, let's say hello to Jake. Jake, how are you? Yeah, doing good, man. You know, the usual. Great way to end off the week with the mailbag. Looking forward to what the, the people want to hear as a man of the people. As a man of the people, yes. As as two men of the people, we, we are here to answer the questions for the people. So, 16 questions this week. 16. Thank you so much. Yeah. To everyone that submitted your questions, and if you want to submit your questions for next week's mailbag, links to send your questions are in the episode description. So when you listen to this episode, you scroll all the way to the bottom, you see the episode description, it tells you what the fuck is in the episode, and you have all the links right there. Send in your questions, because there's no such thing as too many questions for the mailbag. So, Jake, you know the deal. One to 16. Let's start off with 16. 16. We're just going to go all the way to the bottom. Fuck it. This is from Kenny. Where's Kenny from, Jake? Uh, Kenny is from Reno, Nevada. Reno, Nevada. Excellent choice. Great place to live. So I hear. Kenny asks, he needs two in half PPR. DJ Moore, Amari Cooper, and Devontae Adams with no Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Adams and Cooper. Easy. Um, well, Adams is one for sure. Sam Darnold Co- is also questionable for the game. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Mari Cooper is also questionable with a hamstring that he seemed to re-aggravate in the win versus Minnesota. DJ Moore might get fed, but it's also going against New England. I'm going to go with Amari Cooper. I'm going to, I'm going to go with Amari Cooper. I have Cooper one spot ahead of more in my rankings, so that could not have been much much tighter for me, but I have Cooper ahead in my rankings, so I'm going to go with Adams and Cooper, and you're sitting more. I would say if you were full PPR, full PPR, I probably would have said more, but half, half I'll go with the safe guys, Devontae Adams and Amari Cooper, who is going to get Dak Prescott back as of time recording on Friday, November 5th. At 5.17 p.m. So good news for anybody that has Amari Cooper and good news for anybody that has Dak Prescott. All right, 16 gone. Let's go with number three. Number three, this is from Travis. Travis is from, uh, we're going to go with Lincoln, Nebraska. Travis says he needs to start one in half PPR. Miles Gaskin, Damian Harris, Khalil Herbert, Zach Boss. And he wrote down in the email as well, because we say this all the time. He has Zeke and Chubb and cannot play two. So he has to pick one. Thank you very much for that, Travis. All right. He has to pick one of those guys. He has to pick one. I'll read them again. Miles Gaskin, Damian Harris, Khalil Herbert, Monday night, and Zach Moss, half PPR. I think Damian Harris, but it's close. I have it Zach Moss. I have it Zach okay, Moss. That, that's fair. The Banking only, on a touchdown. Y- yes, and he has the best matchup of the bunch, I think. The only thing that I will say with Zach Moss, and I said this on the preview show, I'm concerned that Moss... Josh Allen, the cast in Buffalo, don't finish the game against Jacksonville. That there's a chance that we see Trubisky, Singletary, Gabriel Davis, the the, the rest of the crew just kind of finish off that game. Because th- this game could be a crime scene, it, truly. Yeah. So that's the only concern I, ha- I have with Moss. I do think he scores, but very close for me is is Damian Harris. I have Zach Moss at 14 in my ranks, and I have Zach Moss. Excuse me, I have Damian Harris at 16. Zach Moss, 14, and, Damian Harris, 16. And Miles Gaskin, just forget him. Just 
I, listen, I, I have I have one this week where I have to go and potentially play Miles Gaskin. I don't love it. If there's a week where you could flex Gaskin, I guess this is it against yeah. Houston, but I no. would not feel comfortable with it at all. And we love Monday night, but against the Steelers, Khalil Herbert is a tough sell for me. Yeah, I agree. The Bears agree. in general are just – you don't want the Bears on, on Monday. That that could be a, a, another crime scene, even though the Steelers don't really score. But I just can't see how the Bears could produce enough offense on Monday night, prime time at Heinz Field. Since we won't really be doing since we won't game. be doing the uh, the stack predictions at the end of the show, I'll sprinkle this one in right now. Over under two hundred yards total offense for the Bears against the Steelers. I think I'd go under. I would go under as well. I I just don't I don't see it here. I think Justin Fields he's a candidate to throw two or three picks, but then at the same time, when we say that, he'll probably have a four hundred yard passing day. I don't know. Not against Steelers though, man. I don't think so. That's a big game. So it's a big game for the Steelers too. It is. It is. It's it's, it's bordering on must win for yeah. uh, for Pittsburgh. I do believe we have um, other Steelers uh, in in this mailbag as well. I believe I believe so. If I remember yeah. correctly. Okay, so three and sixteen are gone. Let's go with eight. Eight. This is from Steve. Jake. Steve is from Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Steve says he needs to start one in non-PPR, Mike Gesicki, or the returning George Kittle. George Kittle. Give me Gesicki against Give me Houston. K- Give me Kittle. Give me Gesicki. Give me Gesicki. All right, so 3, 8, 16, gone. Let's go with number th- uh, two. Number two, this is from the singer of Tiny Dancer. This is from Elton John. That's huh. literally what the email said. That's cool. From, I, I really like that. I really, really like that. That's well done. And he did actually leave his real name. This is Ben, but he wanted to put down that. So I, I appreciate the uh, the musical reference. That That's very well done. So Elton John, Elton John asks, oh, where's Elton John from? Elton John is from London, UK. Uh, ben asks, Elton John, what do you do if you have Michael Thomas in Dynasty? Is he a keep or is he a trade? And if he is a trade, what kind of package can I get for him? Yeah, I, I've been kind of faced with a little bit of Michael Thomas as well in leagues beyond this year in, in a keeper. I'm trying to debate if I want to drop him or not. It would cost me. It would If you kept Michael Thomas next year, it would be a fifth-round pick. Obviously, if Michael Thomas is in form, he's definitely worth the fifth-round pick. But I kind of need the roster spot, so I've been trying to trade him, but everybody kind of wants to force my hand, so to say. Um, so that's tricky there. But in terms of dynasty, I think I would just keep him until the offseason. Uh, he's at his absolute lowest value right now. Um, if you drafted Michael Thomas in a dynasty startup, chances are you drafted him in the first round of your dynasty startup. Um, even this year, you probably drafted him in like the fourth round of your dynasty startup. So why would you sell a piece like that for next to nothing when you can get more in the off season, unless you were a piece away from winning a championship. I just don't really see the sense. Uh, if, I, if I were to trade Michael Thomas right now as an owner, um, if I were offering for Michael Thomas, I would try to offer maybe like, maybe like one of the rookie, maybe like a LaVisca Chenault type and like a second round pick, like a, a younger receiver with upside and either a late first or a second round pick, see if that gets it done. But if I was an owner, you'd have to kind of start the conversation at a first round pick. And then we can go from there for Michael Thomas. I was literally going to ask you if someone offered a high second round pick for Michael Thomas, which you accept. That's borderline. It's very borderline. No, I don't, I don't think I would. I think I would keep, because the value is going to go up in the off season. I mean, you have to see, I would bet that he's probably not on the Saints roster next year. I think this story goes beyond Michael Thomas's injury. It just so happened that the news came out right after the trade deadline. Conveniently. Conveniently. So that could be translation for we tried to trade him and couldn't, and we will trade him in the offseason because we don't want him around because he obviously had his his run-ins with locker room issues and with Sean Payton. So, um it seems very fishy to me. So, like, let's just say Michael Thomas is on a team like the Packers next year if the Saints trade him out of the NFC, which probably would be in their best interest. Like, 
let's say Urban Meyer is a big fan of his in Jacksonville and he's catching passes for Trevor Lawrence in year two. The value is going way up. So, hey, and, and Jacksonville has the cap space to do it where they can they yeah. can assume all of Michael Thomas's contract if they really want to. And you get Trevor Lawrence, that number one receiver. I mean, if we're talking Michael Thomas in that kind of situation where he's the number one guy for Trevor Lawrence in an offense where, I mean, let's face it, there could obviously include him if we're talking about Jacksonville right now. Yeah, Michael Thomas's value is going to go up. Because like and like you said, Jake, and you're hundred percent correct when you, when you say that Michael Thomas's value is this is rock bottom. This is rock bottom for his value. So your best bet, Elton John, is to, I can't even say it with a straight face. Yeah, is just hold. You have to hold. Yeah, you have to hold. There that there really isn't anything unless you're getting a first and a player that is worthwhile. I mean, say I don't know. Say someone gives you, if someone were to offer you Rashad Bateman in a first for Michael Thomas, then yeah, you you obviously consider that. But other than that, I don't think you're going to get that right now. So the best bet with Michael Thomas, hold until the offseason and then see where he's at in in the summer. And then hope, hopefully he gets a trade because if he goes somewhere else, I think his value will be a lot greater than it is right now with the New Orleans Saints. All right, two, three, eight, sixteen, gone. Let's go with number five. Number five. This is from Max. Jake, where's Max from? Max is from, let's see right here. Let me look up where Max is from. He is from Los Angeles, California. Los Angeles, California. Great place. Max, he has to sit one in full PPR. Joe Mixon, Darrell Henderson, Cordero Patterson, or Elijah Mitchell? I, I think I'd go Mitchell. I would go Mitchell as well. Two, three, five, eight, sixteen. Gone. Let's go with number nine. Number nine. This is from Zach. Zach is from uh, Whitefish, Montana. Zach says, "Full PPR. He needs three. Robert Woods, who, by the way, right on cue on my phone, Robert Woods is listed as questionable, but is expected to play Sunday night." Versus the Titans, go pick up Van Jefferson just in case. Just saying. Robert Woods, full P- full PPR needs three. Robert Woods, Rondale Moore, T. Higgins, Jarvis Landry, Rashad Bateman, Kadarius Tony. He needs three. All right. So Robert Woods is a yes. Yep. I think with I think with Sterling Shepard being hurt, Tony is a yes. Yes. I would try to avoid Rashad Bateman. And he's who's a the other option? He's, I'm he's sorry. He's not a start right now. For it's me. not a start. It's like more like you need to see it first. Yeah. Well, who, are the, who, is the, who are the other options? I'm sorry. It is. So we said Woods is a start. We said Tony is a start. Bateman is a sit. So the other three that we have not mentioned is uh, Rondell Moore, who we need to see more from. No, no, not sorry him. T. Higgins and Jarvis Landry. I, I go T. Higgins. I go T. Higgins. I think. The Browns offense right now, I I know OBJ is gone, but did that really matter with Jarvis Landry's value before? No, no, it, it definitely did not. Um, for me, it is Woods, Higgins, and Tony. Those are the ones yep. that I would play. And if Tony does not play for whatever reason, because uh, he is questionable going into the matchup, so if Tony does not play, uh, my secondary option for you would, would be Rashad Bateman. I think I'd give Jarvis Landry the slight edge over Rashad Bateman. Okay. Right. I mean, I I do have Landry higher in my rankings, but I, I just but if, like the higher ceiling with Yeah, but if Darius Slayton's on your waiver wire, I would go pick him up. Um, That's fair. Considering that Galladay's questionable, Shepard's out. Yeah. Um, even Dante Pettis popped up on the injury report. Yep. Somebody's got to catch the ball, and I don't think you're rushing to go pick up John Ross. Now, it's, it seems to be Darius Slayton and Evan Ingram as the two healthy bodies with the New York Giants right now. Who would have thought Evan Ingram, the healthy body with the New York Giants? Yeah. Unbelievable. Crazy. Unbelievable. Never, I never would, would have thought I, I would say that. Wow. All right. 6, 9, 18, 5, 3, 2 are gone. Uh, let's go with 13. Okay, number 13. This is from Kyle. Speaking of the devil, you just mentioned him. Kyle, oh, well, where's Kyle from? Uh, yeah, Jake, it's you. Where's Kyle from? Uh, Kyle is from 
I suck at these. St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, Missouri. Perfect. Kyle asks, speaking of the devil, what do I do with Odell Beckham Jr. in a redraft league? Uh, you hold on to him. You hold on to him. Kyle, you hold on to him until you see where he goes. Yeah. Which we, we should kind of have an idea probably next week. I heard we'll Detroit have... might be interested. I, I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, Detroit God. has nobody else. God, he thought it was bad where he was. Wait, wait until he sees. The pastures are not always greener, my friend. No. No. Uh, yeah, you have you have to hold OBJ. I mean, if he goes, say he goes to the Chiefs, you trade him on hype. I don't think he goes to the Chiefs. The, the, the two best spots for me are the Raiders and the Patriots. Those are the two that make the most sense. I have Green Bay in there as a spot. I mean, look, if they want to uh, appease Aaron Rodgers a little bit, it makes I, sense. I don't think the Raiders would. I think the Raiders are so tired of being in the in the headlines. I don't think they do it. I thought about them. Yes, it makes sense. Obviously, in, in light of recent events, and but it's just what a what a like what a year for the Raiders, man. Truly, and they're somehow five and two. It's a miracle. Um, so I I think they don't need that right now. Uh, to me, the Packers. And how about a little bit of a wild card for you right here? How about the San Francisco 49ers? They kind of need that yeah. deep threat. Brandon Ayuk is just has useless. <laughs> useless. I mean, so I think the 49ers make a lot of sense. They or do make a lot of sense. Bucks as well. I mean, hell. You're telling me you could have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham Jr. Holy Rob Gronkowski, yep. It. Yep. You don't stop that. You, you you just don't. You don't stop that. All right. So the ones that are available, 1, 4, 6, 7, 10, 11, 12, 14, 15. Let's go with 12. Number 12. This is from Tristan. Tristan is from Tel Aviv, Israel. Tristan says, am I starting Christian McCaffrey if he plays with a rumored split potentially happening with the Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, I think you do. Remember when McCaffrey came back last year off the injured reserve and they were all like, oh, he's going to be limited. And I think he played against like the Falcons or some bum team like that. And he, he went, he had like 27 points or something yep. absurd. Yep. So if McCaffrey is out there, you play him. You have to. I couldn't say that much better myself. I mean, you, you spent probably a number one overall pick on him. You, you have to play him, and you just better hope he gets through the game without any band-aids, preferably. Um, I mean, what you, what you could do, and, and again, and again, I think this would be this would be better if again we had your roster in front of you. But um, if you could play both CMC and Hubbard, I don't think that would be a terrible idea. But again, it really just depends on on what are the running backs and what flex spot you have available. That I would. I would say that could be a recommendation is finding a way to play both and you just take all the rushing yards for, for Carolina. But I mean, who knows with PJ Walker? I mean, that game could be ugly and they just decide, you know what game's done. We're losing by 20, whatever. And they just roll with Chuba Hubbard or, or anybody else. And they pulled CMC and just say, you know what, let's try and get this guy to next week. You, you see, I just saw something on my feed. Apparently, the Rams are a team rumored for Odell Beckham Jr. as well. They need more. Can my eyes roll to the back of my skull? That would just be that'd be great for Robert Woods, wouldn't it? That'd be awful. If if we thought it was bad enough, that'd be awful. Just come to Dallas, Odell. The rant. It's like we don't have enough headaches with Robert Woods already. Really? Odell in Dallas? That'd be something. Nah. Not enough the, targets. The Giants fans would love that. I don't. I, I think the Giant fans are pretty done with Odell. I think. Oh come on! If Odell Beckham went to, went to Dallas, Giants fans would be, be terrible. Would, Giants fans would hate it. Get, why? What? What did the Cowboys need him for? Nothing. Nothing. Like he's not a corner. He's not a safety. we yeah. don't need him. We don't need him. I mean, the guy we should have probably went after was Von Miller. Yeah, that probably was the guy we should have went after. But of course, 
the, the Cowboys, they just love their draft picks. They, they do draft pretty well. They do. They, that, that's, that's the only excuse is you better, you better be the best drafters in the world. If you hold on to your draft picks like the Cowboys do, and I got to give credit, Will McClay and the Joneses, they do, they do draft well. Uh, So I'll, I'll I'll give them that. But uh, Tristan, yes, you're playing Christian McCaffrey. If he plays, if not, you start Juba Hubbard and, and that's that. All right. One, four, six, seven, 10, 11, 14, 15. Let's go with 10. Number 10. This is from Josh. He needs to start one and non PPR Jerry Judy or Cole Beasley. Isn't Beasley questionable heading into Sunday? Beasley is questionable, yes. If Beasley plays, start Beasley. If not, play Judy. And you will know because they both are 1 o'clock kicks, so you won't even need to risk it. But I would say Beasley for for me as well. Um, While we're on the subject, I don't know if we have a – oh, yes, we do. Okay, never mind. Well, I'll save it. I'll save it when we get to the question. Okay, 4, 6, 7, 11, 14, 15. Let's go 4. Uh, four. This is from Ryan. Jake, where's Ryan from? Uh, Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York. And I did not say where Josh was from. Josh is from Carson City, California. So Ryan asks, he needs to start one. I am, I hope this is a waiver wire and not his roster. Just want to put oh, that goodness. out there. <laughs> Trevor ahead. Simeon. Big Ben, Monday night. Daniel Jones or Derek Carr? Everybody likes Carr to stream this week. But have you seen the numbers of Derek Carr when he goes over to the East Coast? They're not in good. The, in the cold weather? They're, They're not, not good. good. And I'm. it's funny because everybody in my chat was hyping up Derek. I'm going against him in two leagues this week. And I didn't want to be that guy in the chat lending a helping hand to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, well, look at the... I'm just going to let them start Derek. I would avoid Derek Carr this weekend, personally. I hope they don't listen to this podcast, but whatever. If they do, that's great. Great for business, but, you know. Great for business. But um, anyway, to answer the question, I kind of like Daniel Jones at home against the Raiders. That's what I was going to say. I would, yeah. go with da- I would go with Daniel Jones. Is Car- Carr's misleading this week, man. He could be. He could yeah, be. I mean, especially- he could go out there and, you know, light it up, but. We'll see. I mean, they got they got two things going against them right now. Number one, they're they're a West Coast team. They're coming to the East Coast. They're going to be kicking off. It would be for them a 10 a.m. spot. That that is always tricky. That that's just a thing where if you if you look statistically, West Coast teams that come east and are playing east at one o'clock, it, it never they they don't have the same es- good numbers. Yeah. Them especially over the yes. years. Yes, and then number two. Obviously, is you have the Raiders reeling from what happened with Henry Ruggs this week. So that just psychologically could play into it as well. That, you know, you need to question how in it are the Raiders going to be. Granted, we all said the same thing when John Gruden was fired. And they came out and they played maybe their best game of the year against the Broncos. So I'm going with Daniel Jones, but... If you were to start Carr, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate wouldn't it, want. but I wouldn't do it personally. He's a top. He's a top fifteen play for me this week. I like Daniel Jones more. If you wanted to really pivot and play the matchup, Trevor Simeon would be my next choice. But I just don't know how good he really is. Like there's a there's there's a real real chance that Taysom Hill is is this team's quarterback by the second quarter. There's a chance. Yeah, there's a real chance. I just would not take that gamble personally. Okay. So we have one, six, seven, 11, 14, 15. Let's go with one. One. This is from Chris. Chris is from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Actually works at Dunder Mifflin Paper Company. Chris says he needs to start two and half PPR. DK Metcalf, Deontay Johnson, Mike Williams, T. Higgins, and Jalen Waddle. First of all, on real receiving core. That's yeah. real nice. That's, well, a good, we, that's a good problem to have. Uh, say the first couple names again. I, sure. I, I just want to make sure I have this correct to answer the question. DK Metcalf, Deontay Johnson. Well, DK Metcalf is on by. 
So that yeah, what's he doing there? Yeah, yeah, wouldn't even apply. Okay, so that's take, why take, I actually. That's why I'm yeah, like, take your DK Metcalf. Yeah, take okay. Metcalf Deont- out of the equation. Deontay Johnson, you're starting that we love Monday night, and that's Big Ben's favorite target. Yes, you're starting him. Deontay Johnson, Mike Williams, T. Higgins, Jalen Wall. He needs to. Yeah, he needs to. Deontay Johnson and Mike Williams is going to bounce back this week. I'm going to pivot. I'm going to say Deontay Johnson and Jalen Waddle. Okay. I think just, Mike, I just think Mike because Williams is back, though. The, the, I, I am worried, though, about Jalen Waddle and Mike Williams just because both of their quarterbacks have injuries to their hand areas. Justin Herbert has a hand injury that he's had since week three, and Tua apparently has a finger issue on his throwing hand, which is never good. But I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll with Jalen just because Mike Williams is gonna have to compete with targets with Austin Eckler, with Keenan Allen. Who I, by the way, I think I think this is a Keenan Allen day. I don't think it's a Williams day. Whereas Jalen Waddle now he's in an offense practically just with Mike Kosicki because Devontae Parker now is on IR for the next oh, three weeks. Shocker. Ever so conveniently, right? Oh, and Will Fuller is also on IR. Just of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we don't expect this to happen. Come on yeah. now, people. I, I swear to God, Jake, this happened at the beginning of the year. I was having a debate with someone. I kid you not. And this person actually said to me, "This is the year that Will Fuller stays healthy." Oh, that never lasted. No. No, and he was only healthy last year because he was on the substances. <laughs> Something else, man. It really it's is. unbelievable. Devontae Parker needs to take the same shit that Fuller was taking last year. Anyhow. And you know, <laughs> hey, but you know what? I'll, I'll give Parker credit for one thing and one thing only. He stayed healthy when it came time to get paid, and he owes 25% of his contract to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. You're not lying. Every game check that that dude makes, he owes to Ryan Fitzpatrick, pr- practically. All right, 6, 7, 11, 14, 15. Uh, let's go with uh, 6. 6, this is from Colin. Jake, where's Colin from? Uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Salt Lake City, Utah. Huh. Great place. Colin wants us to grade the trade. He gets... Tyler Boyd, DK Metcalf, and your good buddy, Michael Carter. He gives Damian Harris, Adam Thielen, and Sterling Shepard half PPR. Who did you get with Boyd and Carter again? Who's the third piece? DK Metcalf. I like that end. I actually got to say. I like that end. I don't think there's a winner in this trade. I think this it's is close. a very even trade. Full PPR, you said? Half. Half? Half. Still, still uh, I, gi- I give that – I like that side a little bit better. Full, I think that side definitely wins, but – and then you said for – I just want to make sure I have all three parts right. Damian Harris, Adam Thielen, and who? Sterling Shepard. Sterling Sh- Sh- Shepard's useless. Yeah, it's basically dead weight at, at the end of that deal. Yeah, and, I kind of like. And the, Tyler Boyd is kind of useless too. In full PPR, he's kind of playable. But kind half, of. Eh, rather yeah, useless. Put, I agree. It's two. So it's two it's dead really weight pieces, two. and then two solid pieces that it's, are getting. It's here. really how you view Michael, because Russell Wilson is coming back for the Seahawks. You have yes. to take that into account. Yes, that's he why will I be back next week. Exactly. That's why I give the edge to the Metcalf side. Because when Metcalf, when Russell Wilson plays, and even with Geno Smith, you didn't really see Metcalf struggle that much. No. So, I, I go with the Metcalf side, and I, I obviously am higher on Michael Carter than others. I think last night he just didn't score. I mean, you're not going to score every game. So, the volume's there. Damian Harris too is another guy. He's another guy. If he doesn't score, he's kind of useless. So. Hmm. Yeah, I think the floor is much safer with Michael Carter and, and DK Metcalf versus Damian Harris and 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 Thielen, but the ceiling is practically the same with all those yeah. guys. So I I would say you did well, Colin. I would, I would say yeah. you did well. I would say it's a, a, that's a B plus B yeah, plus. B, you did B, right. B plus. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But I, I think the other manager in, in this trade did not do too bad either. I, I think that, no. again, this is a very, very even trade. We usually hear some ridiculous ones. So this one, yeah, that's <laughs> a good one. Even. That's a good one. It's a very, very even trade. All right. 7, 11, 14, 15, uh, 14, 
14. This is from Dave. Jake, where's Dave from? I suck. So I suck today, man. Uh, let's think here. Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Great place. Dave says he needs to start two in Superflex. Jalen okay. Hurts, Kirk Cousins, and Jimmy Garoppolo. I feel like we get Kirk. that that, that Jalen Hurts and Kirk Cousins combo a lot. A lot. I go Hurts, definitely. You know what? Give me Jimmy Garoppolo this week. I'm fucking sick and tired of Kirk Cousins, man, after the last couple of weeks. But he was my start of the week last week, and he looked like he was the second coming of Joe Montana on the opening drive. And, then and that was, was it. That was it. That was, <laughs> that it. was it. He – he he was what Cooper Rush was supposed to be. Yeah, uh, give me give me give me Jimmy Garoppolo this week. Jimmy Garoppolo had his best game of the year last week too. So it's he's got a little bit of momentum. This is a big game for the Niners. Um, with reportedly reportedly, Kittle, I, ha- I yeah. haven't I haven't seen this yet. With Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins both ruled out. Oh, DeAndre Hopkins. I saw D Hop was looking pretty good for Sunday. That's why I ask. I, I I did not hear that a hundred percent confirmed. So, okay, but that so was D-Hop, that was the word in the street. Do we, do we have any DeAndre Hopkins questions in the mailbag? Uh let me see. The last couple that we have left. No, we do not. All right. So you agree though, Garoppolo and or are you starting Kirk Cousins again? No, I agree. I, I would st- I, I actually would start Hertz and Jimmy what? Garoppolo. But yeah. if you were to go Cousins and Garoppolo, I wouldn't be. I nah, wouldn't. Be I start Hurts. I think Hurts is a set it and forget it every week, man. I think Hurts is, is is close to being benched. Personally, I don't think so. They I, see. I they, they seem to like Gardner Minshew. I I I I don't really know why. Just the I don't rushing know. I, I guess I, just... I need to see it again from now, from Hurts. Yeah. Now let me ask you, as a DeAndre yeah. Hopkins fantasy manager, sure. In one league, I have a little bit of predicament. Sure. Do I wait for the Sunday night game to see if Robert Woods plays and play Van Jefferson, or do I do I have to play Cole Beasley right away? Or you're not starting Devonta Freeman? Can we agree is useless? No, you're, you're, Devonta Freeman is useless. I would start. Sh- I, I would wait. I would wait until Sunday and start night. Start Van Jefferson. Yes. That's tricky, man. It's I tricky. would wait and start Van Jefferson because obviously if DeAndre Hopkins plays. You're going to start DeAndre Hopkins. I don't play Boston Scott, right? No. Mm. No. No. And no. Devonta Freeman, we can agree, is useless? Yeah, Devonta Freeman is useless. I would wait. I would I, wait I and wait. play either Hopkins or Jefferson. That's what yeah, I would yeah. do. Hopkins is a 4 o'clock kick? Hopkins is a 4 o'clock, yes. See, it's a pain in the ass because Beasley's been rather solid lately. He has. Full he PPR, has. too. And there's a chance that everybody gets there against Jacksonville. Yeah. But the risk you take is if Beasley doesn't get his and DeAndre Hopkins does play, then you're kind of left halting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think waiting is probably my best. My I best think waiting here. is the move. I think waiting is the move there. All right. So we have 7, 11, 15. Uh, let's go with seven. Seven. This is from John. John has a league dilemma question, Jake. I know these are your uh, favorites. These, yeah, these are something else. Go ahead. This is actually this is actually a good one. This is like it's the new fad that everybody is talking about. And now we're about to talk about it. So John says, guys, how do we feel about two opponents per week leagues trying to convince my league to do it either against two teams or. Or one and the league average. What are nah, your that's thoughts? That's bullshit. I think that's stupid. See, I disagree. Uh, that's that's too much. That that's too much. You listen, you play an opponent, you win or you lose and go home. Like I'm sick of this is the generation we live in where, you know, why are we always trying to just, you know, reinvent the wheel? Just just stick to the status quo. Stick to basics. You won't get burned. John, I completely disagree with everything Jake just said. I am in a I'm in a two opponent per week. I hate myself. That. I love it. I absolutely love it because if you get, say you go up against a team that puts up 176 points and you put up 150 and you're going to beat everybody in the league, you still get a win for that week. And it's not like it's going to completely kill you in the, in the hunt for a playoff spot. Now, do I, do I agree that it is a little, a little babyish and saying that, Oh, you know, you have to get a win and everybody, you know, it's very easy to go one and one most weeks. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. 
But then again, you also get to have the opportunity to go two and zero. And if you go two and zero, hey, fantastic, good, good for you. So I, I love the idea. I don't love it against the league average as much, just because I think it's I think it's kind of boring. Quite no, frankly, no, no. if if I were to do anything else, it would be two teams, not the league average. That, yes, that's I agree. That's silly. That's silly. I would just I would go for the two teams, two teams a week. That's what I would do. I would not even try and promote the league average because yeah, that's a, not, not that right. just becomes a whole other issue of having you know to rely on the commissioner to have to have to you know calculate the the league average per week and then change everyone's um, records and do everything like that on Tuesday morning. It's a pain in the ass from a commissioner's point of view. Just do the two opponents per week and have the system take care of itself. It's very easy. All right, 11 and 15. Uh, 15. 15. This is from Nate. Nate is from um, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Nate asks, do I cut Rashad Bateman in my keeper league when he carries an 11th round keeper value to get Jerry Judy, who was released while... He also owns Hollywood Brown. I say yes. I say absolutely. I say yes. I would do that. I would do that. Uh, Judy helps you right now. All right. So the last one, 11. This is from Adam. Adam. And Adam is from Port Washington, New York. Of course. Adam asks, he needs two in full PPR. Allen Robinson. Yuck. I don't know why he's on your, I don't know why he's on your roster. Yeah. Hunter Renfro, Christian Kirk, Devonta Smith, and Cortland Sutton. Give me Cortland Sutton and Hunter Renfro. I was gonna say that too. I think Renfro is an excellent play for the rest of the season. I do as well. I think he is a fantastic play. I think he could be a poor man's Julian Edelman, if not in the same light. Yeah. I I you know, I, I don't think it's Alan Robinson, just get him off your roster. Just Oh, and this and this is full PPR as well. I saw I saw the question above was non PPR, and I equated. I was like, oh wait, is this non PPR? But no, full PPR. Yes, Sutton and Renfro. If now, what if what what if this happens? Say DeAndre Hopkins doesn't play. Would you put Would you put Kirk in there? No, no, no. Is AJ Green playing? No. Ugh, but Kyler's not playing. Kyler is not playing. As no, of, I, 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 as I, is the I word in the street. No, 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 no. I don't want the, the, the Cardinals pass catchers that are not DeAndre Hopkins if Kyler's not playing. What if Hopkins doesn't play, Green doesn't play, and Kyler plays? If Kyler plays, yes. Okay. I would play Kirk. Okay. All right. That is it for the for the mailbag questions. Thank you so much for submitting questions to the mailbag. Yeah, there's a certain somebody that the mailbag people missed out on that I'm looking forward to talking about. Let's get into the starts of the week. You, you well, people were, were slacking a little bit here. Well, let's let's just get right into it. So the starts of the week, let's just hop right in. Uh, who went first last week? You went first last week, so I'll go. Yeah. I'll go first this week. I don't think we have the same guy, but go ahead. I'm going with Joe Burrow against the Cleveland Browns. Okay. As a fellow Burrow owner that needs to play him, um, you know, because of Aaron Rodgers and whatnot, I hope you're right there. I'm going to go with a little bit of an abstract one, more of a super flex type of play. Ooh. How about Terod Taylor against the Miami Dolphins, first game back? Oh, Adam and I had a right ball debate about Terod Taylor last night. Me, me personally, I, I, I just want no I, part. I think if you're stuck and if you're in a deep league, I think you could do worse. Let, let's go down. Let me tell you a guy. Let me let me spit a hot take who Terod Taylor is going to have more fantasy points than this week. Oh, boy. I can't wait to hear this. Sam Darnold played. I would say Sam Darnold. Who's, Tre- Trevor Lawrence. Give me Terod Taylor over him. It's not a hot take. All right. You know what? I'm, 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 I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I think Terod Taylor has more fantasy points than Derek Carr this week. Hot Ooh. take of the week. Oh, okay. Oven mitts, oven mitts, oven mitts. Okay, that 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 no, that that's a hot take. That that is a hot take, and you know what? Hey, I don't think it, it's it's not a bad start. Like I see it, I do. But it's the Texans. It's the Texans. I know. 
I know that the Tarot is competent. I know he is, but yeah, the doll. It's a nice matchup. It is. It's a, it's a very nice matchup, but eh, I don't know. I don't know. I just can't get over the fact that it's still the Texans. It's still yeah. the Texans, and what can go wrong will go wrong. All right, Jake, your running back started. All week. right, this is it right here. What the hell are you people doing? Not asking about Jeremy McNichols. Yeah, I mean, I was very and, and surprised the that there was field, no not, not one question. No, not one question about Jesus. Jeremy McNichols at all. Let me tell so you, I mean, let me. Hey, yeah, let, we we got to open up the floor here. I think yeah, Jeremy McNichols. Absolutely. I think I think Jeremy McNichols is a top twenty-five play in full PPR this week. I have him at nineteen. Okay, so you're top 20. You're a lot higher than I am on Jeremy. I think – but here's my theory, though. Listen, the people that think Adrian Peterson is going to win them something, they, it's got to stop. It's It's got to stop, man. It's – come on. Like, was Adrian Peterson – if he was so good, why wasn't he on a team? Agreed. Like, Agreed. come on, people. McNichols has been there the whole year. And what are the Rams – What are, the, the Rams are a better team than the Titans – and first game without Derrick Henry. So what does that mean? A lot of passing. What is Jeremy yeah. McNichols? A passing back who's only going to get to play more now. Start. Tannehill's an ass start for me. He'll and get man, the volume, though. He'll get the volume. He'll get the I, volume, I, but the rant, it's a tough matchup for him. But I think McNichols, though, is an excellent start in full PPR. So I want to check something with, with Tannehill very quickly before I say what I'm about to say. So I got to go to his game log, not his stats. So the most passing attempts that Ryan Tannehill has had in a game this year was against the New York Jets in that overtime game. He had 49 dropbacks. Yeah, I'll up it. I'll say Ryan Tannehill is more than 49 attempts in in this game. More than 49? More than 49, yeah. Bold prediction. It's a hot take. It's a hot take. And that helps McNichols too. It does. It does. I think I think his floor is very safe. Here's here's what I said on, on the on the preview show, and and, and you can uh, agree or disagree with me because we we've disagreed a little bit today. I I like it. I like it. Yeah. I said that McNichols for me is the guy they're going to turn to on first and second down and third and long packages, and then when we get to you know the short yardage stuff, is probably going to be Peterson. I That's agree. My and, the goal, guess. and the goal line, especially, is going to be Peterson, which is going to drive people fucking nuts. Uh, um, yep. You know what I thought was interesting was Deontay Foreman backed up Derrick Henry last year, and he's back on their practice squad. I added him just as like a little bit of a, a safety net um, yeah. in case it gets a little dicey. But just the people, man, with Adrian Peterson, it, it's got to stop. It, it's it's got to mm-hmm. stop. Did you see any, um, any crazy bids this week for Adrian Peterson? Because I know I did. Forty-seven dollars for Adrian. Oh Peterson, my I saw. god! I saw twenty-eight. I saw twenty-eight. I was getting ready to throw up, but forty-seven. Forty-seven for a guy that hasn't touched his budget the whole year. He waited until Adrian Peterson was was out there. God, and it's this on, is not. And it's this on, is not two thousand ten. Yeah, it's on sleeper too, where you can see how much the other people bid. Yeah, I saw bids of like twenty-nine, thirty-two, like it's ludicrous, man. Oh my god. That's, Adrian Peterson. That's out of control. That's absolutely out of control. And um, then the, the owner that got him is like, RB1, Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe nine years ago. Not now. And he's not, star- and he's not starting him this week, despite he's so, he's, he's so confident. Oh, he, wow. He doesn't put his money where his mouth is. I've never heard of that happening in fantasy. I've never heard of that in my yeah. life. This is the same guy that – this is the same owner that tells me that Allen Robinson is ready to break out one of these days. Yeah. Break this out of what? Chicago? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what's, what's he breaking out of? He thinks he's going to get it going one day just by mm-hmm. osmosis. Uh, uh, okay. All right. Ke- and he All keeps right. starting him. Uh, have fun. He, is, he, is he breaking out of the uh, the stray jacket that Justin Fields has put him in? Is, is that it? That's what he's breaking out of? Maybe. But I mean, he wants to keep starting him. Fine. Oh, my God. Okay. Fun. Well, all right. That, that, that guy can keep dreaming. Uh, my start of the week, I said him before. I'll say it again. Uh, Zach Moss. I think this is like the you second always pick time. Zach Moss. I love you Zach always pick Moss. Zach Moss. I love Zach Moss. Do you, if you if you want a backup start of the week, yeah. That way, that way, I can't I can't say I can't say Zach Moss. Uh, my backup start of the week, I had oh uh, Devontae Booker. Yeah, Booker. 
Booker should get tons of work this week. No yeah. doubt about it. Yep. Um, I saw this, someone someone we, dropped him in our uh, in Adam and I's non call on league, and Adam dropped fifty five dollars to get Devontae Booker for one week. What about uh, the Texans running backs? Are we playing them this week? Uh if you're desperate. Yeah, more like a wait and see for me. I I still would start Johnson over over Lindsay, but I I wouldn't Burkhead. touch that. I wouldn't touch that with a ten foot ball. Yeah. If if we see Rex Burkhead score on a touchdown on Sunday, you'll you'll hear me. I promise. <laughs> you'll you, we'll, we'll be hearing. Yeah, you, you, you'll you'll hear me screaming. Trust me. All right. Uh, wide receiver start of the week. Jake, go ahead. I kind of went like back and forth on this one a little bit, but I. How about Robbie Anderson this week? Wow! Wow! I kind of, I kind of like Robbie Anderson. I think if it, let me explain. Please do, because a lot of people are going to hear that and say, "Whoa!" Let me explain. Not necessarily. I'm not like. Hear me out here. But what does Belichick always do? In the passing game, uh, he always takes one guy away. That's DJ Moore. Yes, one of these. Tar- I mean, the targets have been there for the guy. One of these days, it's going to have to result in something. No, you, ideally, you think? Ideally, yes. I don't know, man. I I, I think this is the week. Wow, I think this wow. is the week for Robbie Anderson. Woo. Start of the week. Wow. That, that's that's a bold one. That's a bold one by a like. I, I might have to start him myself uh, in the league that I have DeAndre Hopkins in. I'm in a tough situation there. Oh, okay. Okay, so it's optimism for you. Got it. No, it's optimism for me, but I'm being honest with you. I, a buddy of mine asked me today a question. I'm Let me pull it up here regarding Robbie Anderson. I'll, I'll read word for word what I said back Please to him. do. Please do. Because for for me, Robbie Anderson, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest, Robbie Anderson is on – Every waiver wire in every league. I I don't know, man. I, I, I think he's every last I think I, I I think he scores this week. Let me let me say by start of the week, and then when you find your Robbie Anderson text, we'll get we'll get back to it, I promise. Yeah, because this this one's not controversial at all. Uh, my start of the week for the wide receivers is Brandon Cooks. Going up, going up against Miami, and ironically enough, I did say that I'm not a huge Tarod guy. But then again, Brandon Cooks, we saw what Brandon Cooks did with Tarod Taylor early in the season. He was absolutely terrific. At one point, was the number one receiver in fantasy with uh, Tarod Taylor. Now gets Tarod back. I expect Tarod Taylor to feed him. I think uh, Brandon Cooks scores in this matchup versus my versus Miami. Here, here's here's the con- it was yesterday. Somebody asked okay. me if they should play Zach Pascal. Or Robbie Anderson. I told him Robbie Anderson. Well, that was a good start. Yeah, because I, I get I get a wild card for you. Okay. Start of the week. If you're All desperate right. on if you're desperate on waiver wires, Donovan Peoples Jones is an. I love start. it. I was very close to saying him. Very close, but he has to he, he has to at least be healthy and play because yep. he is a big question mark whether or not he's going to play. But if he does play, love it, absolutely love it, and I'll I'll give a wild card as well. And I know Jake, you said it before. Van Jefferson. I hope. Van Jefferson. I have to start him in two spots. So I guess it's my optimism now shining through. Your yours for Robbie Anderson, mine for Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson does have standalone value, whereas if Woods does play, you still have a shot with Van Jefferson. It's not like you're playing, it's not like you're waiting for Alvin Cook to be ruled. You know, it's not like you have Alexander Madison. You know what I'm saying? Where it's, yeah. you're completely fucked if you have to start out. You know, if you're banking on starting Alexander Madison, you see what I'm saying? Like, correct. Spot on. Spot on. Uh, tight end start of the week for me. I'm going with Dalton Schultz of the Dallas Cowboys. No Blake Jarwin this week for Dallas, which means all of the tight end snaps are most likely going to go to Dalton Schultz. So I like it. It's a tough matchup versus Denver, but I again, I think with Dak Prescott back under center. Good things are, are coming for Dalton Schultz, who really should be a five, six target guy and probably should sneak into the end zone when uh, Denver is too focused on Amari Cooper or CeeDee Lamb. Maybe Michael Gallup as well could be back this week. Maybe. Which Maybe. would be which would be something if we can get Michael Gallup back into uh into the fold. So yeah, Dalton Schultz is my uh my start of the week. Let me give you a sleeper one. You're gonna have to help me out here. Sure. Albert 
Okuma. Yeah, whatever his name is. With Noah so, Fant out, they're pretty high on him as it is, and the Dallas Cowboys cannot defend the tight end. Mm-hmm. I think, well, because I'm banged by Noah Fant being on the uh, the, the COVID, COVID list. list. Yes. I just picked him up and just going to hope for the Albert best. O. I mean, Albert so, O, nice matchup. So we had we had this last night. I was ta- I was talking about this um, with the with the uh, preview show. I could not say Albert Okwegunam for the life nah, of me. I it, still won't be able to. It took me about ten tries until I finally was able to say it. Like Albert Okwegunam. There we go. There we go. Well, and the other one which everyone had the hardest time with until it just became just perfect and easy to roll off the tongue. Dario Gumbawale, my guy, Ogie, great guy, love him. Uh, Jake, that's it. Is there anything else that you would like to provide? The only thing else that I feel like we're missing here is, well, first of all, Titans backfield needed needed a conversation. Yeah, I'm but really surprised. Why don't, that why don't we play asked. a quick? Why don't we play a quick game on the useless meter? Let, let's start a new game here. It's called the useless meter. On a scale of <laughs> on a scale of one to five, you tell me how useless they are in fantasy okay. football. All right. All right. Well, before we before we start, let me just read out the starts of the week. So Jake starts of the week, Terod Taylor, Jeremy Nichols, Robbie Anderson, and Albert Okwegbunam. My starts of the week, Joe Burrow, Zach Moss, Brandon Cooks, and Dalton Schultz. Jake, the useless O-meter. Let's do all it. right. So one being the lowest, whereas in like they're not useless at all. Like you should, you know, roster them. They're five functional being, human beings. Yes. Five being just fucking get rid of them and never think about them ever again in your life. I love this all right, game let's, already. Yes. Let's start. Let's start off with the list here. Uh, Latavius Murray. Oh my God! And uh, I really can't say seven, four, four. Pretty close to useless. Just, just not there yet. Not All there right. yet, but pretty close. All right. He, here's another great one right here. Evan Ingram. Oh my God! Twelve. Okay. <laughs> Ronald Jones. Two, two. With an injury to Fournette. Yes. That's exactly it. I thought that they were going to trade him to the Titans. I thought that made a lot of sense. Oh, my God. If Ronald Jones went to the Titans, and he, he became part of Ronald Jones, Jeremy McNichols, and Adrian Peterson. Oh, my dear God. Brandon Ayuk. Uh, 25. <laughs> it just doesn't matter what he does. No, no. Darnell Mooney. One. One. I, I actually like him uh, Monday night a little bit if people yeah. are desperate. Yeah, you do. Yeah, he's like a border. He's a borderline top thirty-six play, right? Pat Fryermuth, one, one. I like him a lot. CJ Uzama, two, two, two. Yeah, he's not totally useless. But would I say he's a functional human being? No. Adrian Peterson. For now, it might be a one. I would love to say five. I would love it because I'm a Jared McNichols guy. But it has to be a two. It has to be even a, even a one. Brian Edwards. Oh my god, a negative five hundred. I no love, even even yeah. I love Brian. Rest of season, yeah. I like I like Brian Edwards a lot. Rest of season, if he if he can you know really find that consistency, he's got a great opportunity now. He is a he is the well, the world is his oyster. Taysom Hill. Five. Five. He's useless. No, yeah. I I think he's I don't know useless. about that. He's useless if he's not the starter for the Saints. Until no, he's, oh, the yes. starter, if he's the starter, he's useless. If he's if he is the starter, he's a one. You have to play him, but it's gonna be Trevor Simeon, at least to start. And who so knows you where it goes from there. So so why shouldn't fantasy managers stash Taysom Hill on their roster right now? Oh, they absolutely can. They absolutely yeah. can. I, Taysom, I would if, probably recommend it. Now, if Taysom Hill is the starter, I feel like we just flipped roles right here, but it's not bad. If Taysom <laughs> Hill is the starter for the Saints, right? Yeah. Let me give you some names. You you can you can sure. let me know. Jalen Hurts. Sure. Jalen Hurts or Taysom Hill? Hill. Really? Yeah. Wow. I just love I love the matchup against Atlanta, dude. I love it. Oh no, no. I'm saying rest of season. Oh, rest of season. Oh, rest oh, oh, of oh season. Jalen Hurts. Rest of season. Jalen Hurts. Taysom Hill or Kirk Cousins? Ooh. Ooh. Cousins, but closer. 
Taysom Hill or Derek Carr? Carr. Carr schedule is great the rest of the season. All right, here's the last one. I think it's a little bit closer than people th- – eh, maybe not, actually. Taysom Hill or Joe Burrow? Oh, Burrow. Yeah. Oh, Burrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Joey. Like, Joey B. Even with I, the rushing upside? Even with the rushing upside. I mean, I, I if Taysom Hill is the starter, he'll probably be a top 15 guy rest of the season for me, if not more. And but now, he just has to be the starter first. Now, here's my last one on the useless meter. Okay. This one it just really pissed me off on Monday night. Derek Gore, <laughs> is he fantasy relevant? Was there, was there any talk this week on the preview show or, or no? No. Didn't even mention him? Not even mentioned because I don't even think we talked about the Kansas City Chiefs running backs once because of how just disgusting it is. So is he is he like a five or a three? You know, what are we uh, thinking there? He's he's uh, just because I'm reading it off of my my magazine over here. It says on the back 119. I'm going with 119. The dude is useless. <laughs> the dude is useless. Literally, so he got the worst. Like, so he yeah, he got the worst grade out of everybody. Why? But, but why? I, I don't know though. He was scoring touchdowns on Monday night, not Daryl Williams. Yeah, I, I and I traded one share of Daryl Williams today. God bless. Out of yeah. that mess. If if I didn't need to win this week, I probably would look to do it also. But starting, hey, let's go, Daryl Williams. Hopefully, hopefully it's not Terrence Gore. Just real quick, are you starting Jordan Love this week? If you need, if, if, what do you think? Depends what the other options are. For me, he, he's a, he's a top twenty play. Let, who are some notable guys you have Jordan Love over? Let me have a look. Let me pull it up on my my ranks. So I have Jordan Love. Okay, so I have Jordan Love at 17. I have him over Matt Ryan, over Jimmy G, over Mac Jones, over Tarod. Have him below Daniel Jones, Brian Tannehill, Teddy Bridgewater, Derek Carr. What about and, Kirk Cousins? Uh, Kirk Cousins for me is a top 10 play. Will be, Woo! Will, be num- will be number nine if Kyler Murray is out. I- I traded for Kirk Cousins this week in Dynasty because I needed a guy for this week, and who the fuck knows for the rest of the season at this rate with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he's a good player. I, tra- he's, I he's traded. Good play. I traded Brian Edwards for Kirk Cousins and a 2023 second round pick. That's well done. That's well, that's done. well done. Yeah, that's very good. I have one loss, so you know yeah, we, you can you could afford yeah. to sacrifice a second round pick. I didn't give up a second. I got a second round pick. Oh, you Kirk, got the second. Oh, I got a, that's even I got, better. I got a second and Kirk Cousins. Oh, that's great. That's, so that's very good. I, d- well I did done. like Edwards, though, from the dynasty perspective. But eh. do, you really, do you really want to trust him when, he, when he's on the Raiders? No. Exactly. So I I, I think you did well. I, I, think, it's, I yeah. think it's a fine sell. Yeah. I think it's a fine sell. Sorry. I, th- I think you did okay. I think you did yeah, okay. We'll, well, we'll see. Well, Jake, thank you very much. This is another wonderful session of the mailbag. Always, always a pleasure, sir. And we will, uh, we'll see you next week. And thank you to the listeners for listening to another mailbag. Again, if you want to send your questions, links are in the episode descriptions for the 10,000th time. And I will say it another 10,000 times. Links are in the episode description. Send your questions. We'll be back for week 10. We will have all your mailbag at the end of the week course the preview show and then the review show will be coming sunday night make sure you're subscribed wherever you find your podcasts and you will have that episode all the all the episodes all the episodes you'll have everything you, you don't even have to do a thing nothing you know you have to touch a button nothing it, it is there for you to listen to at your your pleasure and by the way one one final uh, one final breaking news bit for this episode uh, is confirmed that the Cleveland Browns and Odell Beckham have reached their settlement and Odell Beckham is officially going on waivers. Detroit Lions, you are on the clock in the Odell Beckham sweepstakes. So yeah. you can Jake, say hello to Allen Robinson on my fantasy waivers. <laughs> <laughs> so for Jake, I'm Bird. Everyone have a wonderful weekend and we will catch you on the next one. Bye bye.